0: We say
1: things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello everybody and welcome to We Say Things episode 137, sponsored by our friends at Manscaped who write the following, roses are red, violets are blue, don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for your special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men will ride who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer go. To, can you please move your cursor so I can read, Cinderin? It's blocked to manscaped.com <laughs> <laughs> slash we say things for 20% off and free shipping. As you can see, they have Finally, they stopped shipping me the same product over and over, which was the Wonderful. amazing conditioner and shampoo. But now I have some body spray and some deodorant. So, more things to make me smell like not me. So, we appreciate the oh. support from Manscaped. Remember, I haven't
0: got those.
1: How's oh, the deodorant. Good. It's delicious. I ate it. No, don't eat it. I should. Oh, usually in a promo, okay. you don't want to, you know, suggest eat? toxic materials for people to eat. But, they do smell amazing, and we appreciate Manscaped, as always, for sponsoring us. If you guys need anything for below-the-waist grooming, uh, I would recommend. Usually, it's not great to have a hairy jungle for your significant other. Um, and unless they're into that thing, I guess, but you know, usually that's not the case. So, yeah, go to
0: Manscaped. No Mans- shaming here, but no that's shame. not a good business proposal for Manscaped.
1: That's true. Furries, I, I can imagine, will not be a fan, but other than that, I think it's, it's pretty it's pretty a generalized (laughs) thing
0: here
1: (laughs) but needless to say uh manscaped.com slash we say things that's not manscaped.com with this is the worst promo i've ever done insert the code we say things for manscaped
0: and you get 20 percent off free shipping thank you so much we appreciate it sharon here's the thing about doing promos like this is you're making it really memorable (laughs) That's true. It's like when you watch an ad, when it's you watch so bad, ads it's on good. TV and you're like, this is such a fucking bad ad. But yeah. everybody remembers it because it's so that's bad. That's true. Yeah. I blame you. That's, yep. I mean, that's what I do with everything. Yeah. So. I blame you. Thank you so much my for joining us. My stream, me, my pro games, my interaction with people in real life. It's like, this guy's so fucking bad, man. Right. Everyone remembers. It's well, like Jack Sparrow, but they have heard about me.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean is a terrible series. Let's not get into that one, though. Uh, but let's do get into our amazing patrons. Thank you to the following in the InBruge tier. Someone needs to explain to Sunset what confirmation bias is so he doesn't talk about ESPBS. You actually wasted a name for the week on that garbage. You actually think that I believe in ESP? <laughs> Come on now. I thought you did. I mean, can I, I not have genuinely... fun with
0: people? Like... I thought you yeah. believed in it, at least, like maybe not in everything, but somewhat. All right, hold, hold on. I thought you were being honest. Let's stop this here for a second. Okay. So uh,
1: based on my st- obviously, I'm saying some you went weird on stuff. When the internet and lied. We've known each other a long time. Did you think mm-hmm. I was 100% serious about that?
0: Close to probably. You sounded really genuine. Wow. It was a good bit, if it wasn't genuine. I should get into acting.
1: Also, thank you to purchasing the InBruce tier and in hope you will promote my Steam game, 4Play Chess, available to wishlist now. I have no shame.
0: Oh. It's good to add that in the name.
1: Yeah. If you're going to advertise your game, just end with I have no shame and we'll be okay with it. Wishing for a Dwayne the Rock Johnson tiny set so I can be rock hard while warding fountain. Great. Vovalicious, bring back ancients, jungle necro. My balls are still delicious. Thank you, manscape, from me and my wife. Roundy Roundy three. My name is not William. It's Billy Ray Valentine, Mr. Duke. I don't understand that reference. Games for Falling Asleep thinks Dota could have millions of players if it were properly marketed. Disco Farm D, Vincent Darksea, Hakuna Matata, Commander Donut, Chakar still an asshole. Mumbai Munich, the mega Megapope. And sorry, I made you look up churches. It was a Sydney thing with SCOMO? New Now you have Zealand. to look
0: up SCOMO. Yeah, it's just a never ending loop. Go Let's ahead. keep keeps going. Xan Xavier, Nate Sickle, 01 Hamscroats, Bacon, Shark TM, freshly seasoned goat balls, Dop, nothing to see here, underscore man. I turned 30 today. Uh, this is exactly today. So it's only fair I spent 30 on my favorite podcast. What a guy. Happy birthday. Ben Broomhead lives in Australia, so a TI in New Zealand would be extremely poggers champ as let's make it happen. Pitch Black, Wooden Aftertaste, Dun talk, Anonymous, and our fat guy, Peter, the only food that doesn't spoil is honey. Hmm. Niebling. Is that I true? kind of refuse to believe that's true. That's an interesting
1: one. I like I that I guess one. it
0: depends what you define as food. Does salt I could go bad? Just eat, I could just eat sugar. I mean, honey has a lot of sugar in it, or salt. Natural, but I guess you wouldn't count those as foods, right? They're like spice and whatever yeah. Is, you want to is, is call is honey?
1: Sugar. Honey is definitely don't, a food. You don't right? really eat honey by itself, though. What constitute what makes a food technically? Yeah, that's a good. Can question. you eat it? Do you have to eat it by itself. I don't know. That, that's a good one. You got us talking. Thank you. Uh, all right. So with that... That's
0: something we don't do enough.
1: That's true. Let's start off with... There's not that much Dota today, but I do want to say so let's for, talk about honey.
0: We could. Uh, next week... I'll look week, up some
1: random facts about honey. Let's thank see. you. Well I just do the rest of the podcast solo, no big yeah. deal. Next week, we'll be doing cool the... facts
0: about honey? Honey is 80% sugars and 20% water. All right. I mean, that's the end of it then. It's not a food. It's 20% water. He lied. All right. I'll not read the other facts. Now it's all bogus.
1: Okay, you done? Yeah. You happy with yourself?
0: I'm, I'm feeling pretty good.
1: I'm feeling better because I'm using Manscaped deodorant. All right. Eat my honey. Next week, we will be doing the DPC Finals predictions. Uh, I figured we'd make it as close to possible. I think it's like a literal day before they begin. So we'll make sure to do that. We'll definitely do a lot of research. I know that many people are anticipating this because we somehow have been so horribly incorrect in the past that you can almost predict who will win just by going with the opposite of what we choose so definitely looking forward to that
0: i think bookmakers around the world are watching our podcasts
1: and then if that's true please sponsor (laughs) you have a lot of money that we would like to use on things like honey uh, all right, and deodorants, and I could use more deodorant. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, roster updates for this uh, last week. Alliance has made some changes. They have released Lellis and Supreme. Uh, I mean, not a big surprise that Alliance has made changes. A little bit surprised that Lellis didn't work out for them though, because I thought he was extremely <clears throat> good in NA. I know the NA jokes yeah. will come. He ends up tweeting after the fact. Uh, quote-unquote, kicked, relieved to be off the team in a way, excited about future endeavors, expect a lot more streaming. So didn't sound like it was a great environment
0: just based on that alone. Does, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm just reading his tweet, and then afterwards he writes it. I'm assuming that's in Spanish or Brazilian Portuguese. Maybe it's Brazilian Portuguese. Um. And the translation he uses for kicked is kickadinho, mm-hmm. which sounds like a professional football player. Is that your analysis? Pretty much.
1: <laughs> no, so... <laughs> <laughs> what a useless um, comment. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? Oh, you're right. You know I don't watch soccer. No, and there's definitely no NFL by player. Name,
0: right? Huh? You know Ronaldinho by name. Have you never heard that name before?
1: Ronaldinho what? Ronaldinho.
0: No. Okay. Um, this is basically the equivalent to when I don't know world's best basketball players ever. So now we're even. That's fine.
1: Wait, I thought, um, what, what's the other guy's name? The, name the best soccer players currently. The most famous ones. Not the best. Currently. I think the most famous currently is probably Messi. Okay, I've heard of him. There's another guy though ronaldo chat that those are the two
0: that ronaldo is not big anymore and
1: then beckham from years ago those are the three names that's many years ago. those are the literal three names that i know from soccer
0: okay beckham continue. was uh also a singer in spice girls that's not true he married one instead yeah she's beckham
1: miss Beck. okay sure technically correct
0: again <laughs> Gosh, Andy, come on dude Wake up. You've got a lot of hours left <sighs> of your day today. Yeah. Um, I thought I was the one who just got out of bed. Yeah, so about Alliance. Um, yeah, I'm surprised too. I wonder, I wonder what... Like, it can always look weird from the outside when you don't know the inner workings of the team. Maybe Lellis is still you know, a world-class player, but the conditions and the way that team worked just didn't suit him very well. Like maybe conflict in how the teammates view the game. And then you end up playing one style, and if that's a style that he doesn't agree with, he will look worse in the game than he is. Um, If he's genuinely not, you know, like feeling himself in the team with his teammates or whatever, the fact that he says he's relieved to be off the team in a way kind of says that to me that he wasn't really feeling at home there. Yep. Um, But I don't think it's because it's an international team. I think he would still want to play in an international team. he looked good in what was the NA team he played in the last Quincy, right? Correct. That wasn't an an SA team, so yeah, I, I don't think it was like any. It's definitely not a language barrier. Lelos's English is very good, um, so
1: yeah, yep. So that's surprising because I know Alliance uh, they take that stuff like in terms of chemistry very seriously, but roster has not worked out. That's for sure. Uh, and then past that T one I. To my knowledge, this is just rumored, but it's, it's heavily still a rumor. rumored that 23 yeah. Savage will be kicked from T1 and be replaced by Anna. That is kind of out of nowhere. 23 yep. Savage is a beast, so this has to be, theoretically, again, just completely off the cuff. I would assume it has to be with personality and just not a Apes chemistry energy. fit. yeah, Because... I mean, from just a playing standpoint, they do have chemistry. They showed that last year. Uh, mm. and then Anna has I know he's been trying to join teams for a little bit now. I'm not sure how much he's been playing, but I've heard he's playing a mean Medusa these days. But you know, what do you think about that potential change for T one? I don't
0: know, maybe Anna was like, I'm not finding a team. Yo, T one, I'll pay you a million dollars to sign me. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. Jump change for the guy. If you didn't gamble it all away.
1: Wow, you are really something today. Hey. still looking for that gambling sponsorship. <laughs> 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 That's deep in
0: your brain. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. I feel like they look good with twenty three Savage. So this might be like some newer development. If there is anything, uh, it could also just like some people are saying Cuckoo is memeing because he's a big troll. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe he just jumped on it because the rumors were there, and now he's just making fun of it. Uh, but there's also a big chance that it is true. And if that's the case, I genuinely don't know whether I think this will make the team better or worse. Like, Anna is a question mark for me. It's very clear that the people that have been checking his pro tracker, he plays a shitload of games right now. He played 100 pubs in the last eight days, which equates to 12 and a half games a day, which is a lot, even for pro players. That is a lot of games. Hmm. Um, so he's definitely trying to get in shape, and he's motivated. Uh, but his last stint with OG was not exactly successful, and I think he looked the weakest in the team uh, during that phase compared to the previous two TI wins. So we'll see if he gets, uh, gets right, back can, to former glory. Am I, I remembering
1: tough. this wrong? I thought he retired after the second TI as well as the first.
0: Yeah. So he took a break after the first TI, came back for the second, won again, then took I a break, he, came back again. Did he come back with again? OG? I don't even remember. Yeah. That. Okay. Came back a third time, but they didn't do well at all. And then he quit, okay. supposedly. Yeah. Now he's back again.
1: They should come up with a different name for retire in esports because it's really not a thing. You always, I mean, look at Jerax for God's sake. The only person that, off the top of my head, the two people that have retired are Zhao eight and Fear, like legit, just like Fear. They're both doing coaching, mm-hmm. I guess, but they're not playing. So, uh, all right. And then last thing is. Kind of shocking more than anything. Soxa tweeted out recently looking for team for the second season of D P C and further on, and he's open to playing other regions as well. I I don't understand how a team hasn't picked him up. If I, I would have wanted a break. That's possible. Now, if that's a thing though, like you don't usually tweet this out unless you have nothing going on with like your internal communications trying to find a team. Like normally you'll have some ear to the ground because he has a lot of connections as do all pro players that have Mm -hmm. had some success. So the fact that he's tweeting it publicly means that he has zero prospects which fucking mind if I was starting a team from scratch and I know I'm biased position four this guy would be like one, two, or three choice for the position four out of everybody in the entire world. No excuse for this guy not being on a team other than if it was his own choice I guess.
0: That's It's unbelievable. He's class. He's definitely class. Uh, And and OG's result at TI does not. Like, that's the thing about players, though, is that sometimes they have insane recency bias, and they might, you know, be like, oh, well, OG didn't do so well at TI, Saxo was the new piece, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that wasn't really his fault. It wasn't, like, anyone individually's fault. They they, uh, knew how to play the game, but they weren't, you know, it just didn't click that event. I don't think that was... You could pin anything on the quote-unquote new guy uh, for that.
1: Yeah, and it's not—when I rate his overall—I don't know if skill is the right word. I mean, it's not just skill. Like, just him being a teammate, he is the easiest person to just plug into your lineup. Zero drama. Uh,
0: What? I was just going to say, and when you go out, he will never get lost.
1: That's Yeah, he's very tall. He is so tall that's true but he's a gentle giant as they say yeah. uh yeah i yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with him but i'm very surprised that both he i mean Weha at first i was confused but obviously after last week we discussed that he didn't feel comfortable with betting sponsors so that basically means he's retiring <laughs> from dota uh <laughs> that's just i mean you could go to another game i guess i don't know he's been you could playing play for
0: a div 2 team unsponsored that's true it, Quincy Crew. But that's probably where there's the most betting. So who well, knows?
1: NA doesn't have any sponsors for some of these teams as
0: well, right? True. He can go back to NA. He's played in NA before. So,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Sharon, before you move on, um, this is the second time I click on this tweet from Soxa. And both times, you know sometimes when you click a tweet, Twitter will suggest you more tweets? Yes. All right. The, it suggested me the same tweet twice. I want your take on it. This is a tweet from Patricia Anna. Not Anna. If you play ranked Dota, you're either depressed or in denial. What do you think about that statement? It's in a pretty denial. popular tweet. In denial about what? Hey, don't make me elaborate. That was the tweet. I'm asking your opinion.
1: It's not too far from the <laughs> truth. I, I was actually saying this earlier on stream that I believe very strongly that as long as I live i will never play another game of ranked
0: legitimately as long as i lived i will be depressed
1: that's it is connected though i'll
0: be a very bleak
1: i have been happier when i don't play ranked dota it's it's more fun to play i mean i haven't played regular dota in quite a while because the patch but regardless i was having fun but yeah i ranked is miserable i don't i don't disagree with that at all what do you think
0: I don't know, speak to you I just thought it was a funny tweet. Oh.
1: Thanks,: Senator. But I will
0: definitely say that my ranked experience in the last few months is probably the worst I have ever had in Dota. So mm. like that tweet kind of resonates with me with how poor the game quality is and how much griefing there is, and I think, at least in the higher brackets of Dota, there's seemingly almost no punishment for behaving like a fucking donkey. Like, wow, You can get away with almost any shit. It feels like reports don't matter very much. Well, Considering how garbage the average person treats each other and what shit they spew and how much they game ruin, mm. you would imagine that either the majority of the player pool just is like that, or you know because there's no punishment, it's a self reinforcing system where people just become assholes basically. Yeah, um, we
1: breeded quite a bit of that in their games. It's uh, yeah.
0: What well, what's and and it's tricky because <laughs> something that ended up happening at some point, if you remember. Uh, pro players got kind of this ban immunity almost uh, or low priority immunity because people would watch streams and be like haha and then you know just report Sing Sing because he was Sing Sing and that was funny when he got low priority on stream and at that point Valve stepped in and gave certain players immunity because they were just getting report stacked for literally no reason mm. and I think that has transferred to all pro player accounts uh, and their. I'm assuming also their alternate accounts, perhaps. So that means that yeah. they can just abuse. Abuse that, but it's also tricky because a lot of the pro player Smurfs, people don't know are pro player Smurfs, or don't know who they are exactly. And but I don't think that's the whole story. I think there's a lot of other players that are not pros that are just behaving like assholes and game ruining and just being really negative influence on the experience that aren't getting punished. I don't know if this transfers all the way down. Like, I've seen some players say that this patch is amazing and it's the best experience they've ever had playing Dota and playing ranked. I just really don't agree with that from my perspective. But confirmation bias, Sindarin. It's so different. Mm. It's gotta be. I have confirmation bias from the last three months. <laughs> yep. That's, you're, to you're, you're just unhappy in real days. life, and it's it's extending to your it Dota. C- I mean, who knows? Like maybe it's maybe it's great, and I'm just getting old and sad and grumpy. That's you know, probably what it is. I was
1: gonna make a joke here, but I looked up the answer to what I was gonna say, and now it's just gonna be just general nibbling type yeah. trivia, because you called yeah. the player base donkeys. So I was mm. going to look up what a, a group of donkeys is called, right? Because there's always a different name for every animal. Oh,
0: do you me, is would, it obscure or can I guess it? It,
1: I would say it's obscure. It, the word itself okay, is another word, like a normal okay. word you would use, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But it, I would never have guessed what what okay. it is. So do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. A group of donkeys is called a drove.
0: <laughs> word was group?
1: That would have been even funny. I should have just faked it and a said drove. It's
0: a group. <laughs> a drove of donkeys. What is a drove uh, even? I and mean, that's what it is. drive.
1: Thanks, Google. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. It's it obviously is
0: another word, so. Oh, the, it is not a noun apart from that. Oh, it yeah. is. Yes. A herd or flock of animals being driven in a body. A large number of people or things doing or undergoing the same thing. That makes sense. It's kinda of like donkeys.
1: All right, anyway, cool. uh, past our trivia of donkeys, let's move on to the next topic, which is the most watched MOBAs, Cinderin. I'm actually going to put this graphic on the screen. Oh, make sure it doesn't cover up our beautiful sponsors at Manscaped. So, this was released recently, as we can see on the screen now. So, the most watched esports games of 2021, League of Legends, uh, had 664 million. CSGO number two, 410 million. Mobile Legends third place at 387 million. Dota 2 is fourth at 347 million. And PUBG Mobile at
0: 216. Does this surprise you at all? Uh, I didn't know how big Mobile Legends was, so that's kind of surprising. But it's also interesting to see two out of the five games being mobile games, right? I don't feel like that was the image a few years ago. So, And mobile games have been on the rise and are very big, but it seems like they're tapping more into the esports side than they have in the past. We know there's a huge player base, but... um, Is this... So
1: I, I think this I this is literally
0: all games, right? Yeah, I, I misspoke saying mobas. My
1: bad. It's it's all this it's the, the most, most watched, watched games. esports games. Period. Right. And what the, what that means by esports, I don't know. Like, are you saying Fortnite is actually not on this list? I would imagine. Like Minecraft is not really a competitive game,
0: but it gets a lot more viewers than any other game. I would think. Right. Yeah, but mine. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if there is an esports scene in Minecraft. I might just be ignorant, but.
1: I mean, there's an eSports scene for Excel, so I would think that there is one for Minecraft. Maybe it's tiny. Microsoft comparison. Excel? Yes. Microsoft, if you want to sponsor the podcast, you hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I installed Windows 11, and I gave it a an okay review, so please. So, oh. yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had I'd never even heard of Mobile Legends before this, but I will say that it's it's not surprising that Dota... I mean, we didn't have a lot of tournaments last year, right? So that's why we're probably lower than we would normally be. I would expect us to be second or third, um, basically Mm flip-flopping with CSGO. But I think CSGO had more events in general last year. Um, Like, if you take, if you add a major on top of what happened last year for Dota, which CSGO had at least one, Maybe did they only have one major? I'm trying to remember now. Either way, we would have overtaken Uh, them one or two. But really the the story is about these mobile games, right? That's two out mm. of the five are mobile games. One is a MOBA and one is fucking PUBG, which I did know was quite large, but it's it's PUBG Mobile is more popular in general, not just for esports viewership, but it's more popular than the PC or any other variation of PUBG. It's an FPS game on your phone. How is that a thing, man? I don't I thought controllers were bad enough for FPS. Now we've just gone to phones. It's crazy.
0: I feel like this also says quite a lot about SCA's like, power in this, right? Because True. like, b- To my knowledge, mobile gaming is the biggest in China and Southeast Asia compared to and Western India. countries. It's and, huge in India as well. Right. And I think part of it is because it's cheaper to play and everybody will have a phone compared to a high-end rig. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if there's like cultural differences as well that draw people to the mobile games in addition to that, but the fact that that region alone can push these games so high. I say alone. It's obviously not only those guys playing the game, but compared to at least my understanding of the Americas and Western Europe, etc., SEA pushes these numbers really, really high. Uh, and they obviously push Dota a lot as well, if you think about it, like... The viewership for many of the tournaments, there's a lot of Dota players in the Philippines and Malaysia, et cetera. So that region holds a lot of viewership power for sure. Um and it just it makes me wonder when you look at League of Legends' numbers, how impressive they are. Because I don't know how SEA centric that game is comparatively uh to the other games, right? So it might mean leagues like grip on esports in the West is even more dominant than you would think. And same with CSGO, right? Yeah. Because um, if you, like, let's, let's look at it from this perspective, right? Let's say we just look at this from an NA slash Western Europe perspective and just narrow it down to that, or Americas and Western Europe. I don't even know if Dota would be in the top five. You know what I mean? Because be. I think CSGO and League of Legends are the really big Western games, I mean, and Dota obviously has it. I, w- I guess Russia helps us a lot, but you wouldn't count that in Western Europe, so
1: if you just even if you just do NA like valorant would yep. probably beat dota like by five times i would imagine
0: yeah probably yeah so, it's, it's all about demographics it's really interesting it would actually be a cool to see like a breakdown of this top 5 with where do the viewers come from that would be a really interesting stat yeah true
1: okay um, yep. so that is uh that is that let's move on to the SAP segment we are partnered as always by SAP who are an enterprise software company That's bringing their expertise via analytics and esports. And between the questions that me and Cinder have been asking each other for 15 weeks now, this will be week number 16, I have gotten one correct out of 16, 15, sorry. Cinder has zero. So we're hoping that that continues here.
0: Do you remember that episode where we were laughing that if we had random selection among both of us, we would have like 1% of getting as bad results as we got? Yes now i have that on my own that's right that's where we're at i think it's 1.3 percent or something that i would get 15 wrong in a row man you are random selection you're really good at this huh i'm i'm looking for the 16th man i'm I'm looking
1: for some credit here because maybe it's me coming up with really good questions it's gotta be speaking of which let me do my question so last week i asked in this patch which ags has been the most purchased and the answer was what do you remember
0: uh, give me the options, then I'll remember.
1: Puck, Void Spirit, Invoker, Gyro. It was Invoker. Correct.
0: See? That's the test yes, question. Yes, I got
1: one right. That's getting you ready for the real question, which is the same, except it's a shard. In this patch, which shard has been purchased the most times? Your choices, And Are you ready? Are yes. Pangolier. Not to be confused from the other Pangalier that's in the anime. Snapfire. Luna. Wait, Grimstroke.
0: Is this percentage based or total
1: amount? No, this is total. This is purely a f- like the the amount of shards purchased. Period. In this so patch, so Pangalier, Pangoluna, Grim, or Snapfire, Luna, Grimstroke, Luna. Final answer. Luna. Okay, let's go in order here. The lowest amount out of that list was Luna, at one thousand one hundred and fifty. That was literally as wrong as you could be. So just just uh, humor me here. What would you choose next, Cinderin? Pango. Pango was the second lowest at one thousand six hundred and forty-six. So you have the top two, which are Snapfire, Grimstroke. Can you get this one correct?
0: (laughs) I mean, this is in ticketed games, right? Yes.
1: Snapfire, Grimstroke.
0: This is the literal number one and two. My my last first pick would then be... Snapfire, so it's probably grim, but Sna- I'll say snap.
1: Snapfire is second at one thousand yep. seven hundred thirty, which means Grimstroke. Your final, final answer is the correct. I one. I go with Grimstroke. One hundred or one thousand nine hundred and sixteen
0: purchases. The number one is shard it just purchase. Just because that hero gets through the draft more. I mean, Luna is. <laughs> Luna shard is very popular. Like, every yeah. time Luna gets played, it gets bought. Strokes doesn't get bought every time. No offense, Cinder. You really suck it's, ass it at this. This gets picked more. You are really Hey, you've bad. got one right out of 15, okay? You're not very good that. That's either. something, okay? But now you can double your score. You yes. can improve by 100%, whereas I can improve by infinity percent if I get right. That's not how it works, but go ahead. Which of these heroes is not in the top 3 band heroes of 7.07 plus so that is from about 2017
1: <clears throat> so not top not 3 top banned. top 3 most banned. okay
0: yes is it a puck b io c bat rider or d timbersaw
1: okay Ugh. i feel like io is a bait meaning I think IO is probably the correct answer here. I think that was quick. Well, I haven't given a final answer yet. I'm oh. going to say timber as de- timber and bat hundred percent are on that list. You know, yeah. I'm going to say IO is the correct answer, Cinderin You are correct. Yes.
0: All right. Now, are you baiting me? Am I actually correct? It is correct.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Bonus question. What number do you think I always add if it's not in top three? <clears throat> I'm going to say seven. It's 10th. I couldn't I believe it, it when I looked at this list. I knew list. it was, a I was like, one, two, three, four, five. God, yeah, I'm good. It is 10th. I just double-checked.
1: I average one yep. per every eight episodes correct, which is how long these partnerships
0: are. <laughs> See, this Perfect. is probably why I would... I would have probably been wrong on this one as well. So, I guess I'm just even going to be wrong on my own questions. <laughs> um, no surprise there. Yeah, But, yeah. I was really surprised because 707 plus, Puck, or, like, IO to me has just struck me as, like, you know, basically, for the most part, nonstop popular pro Dota hero, right?
1: Mm.
0: I, I feel like Timber has had phases that he wasn't popular in, and, like, there's been patches for Puck, there's been patches for Bat, but... Timber and Bat are still top two, despite that. So,
1: Great to hear, Cinder. Thank you so hey, much. Man, all I hear is, is that I'm, I'm winning just...
0: big time now. Big time. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? Nothing. I'm playing Hearts, and I won. Sure. Uh,
1: all right. So the community question from last week was, guess the highest CS per minute within a single match of all ticketed games since May of 2012, which we've already told you was done by Jackie, a.k.a. Jack Boys from Motivate Trust Gaming. Uh, Cinderin chose sixteen. I chose fifteen point six four. The correct answer was twenty two point two zero, which happened eight months ago apparently. And it was against Brood. (laughs) Shout out, yeah, it was against it was a Wraith King against Brood. Uh, Shout out to John Turbos who posted this. His answer as being 23.322, he was actually the closest. So good job, buddy.
0: So the memer guy was right. The memer Wonderful. guy was correct. Um, Dude. Oh well done. God. Maybe we should have thought about that. The fact that there could be a brood game. I did not consider that. That's fucking crazy. It's quite a bit. Imagine to look at the post-game scoreboard. 1,400 CS in an hour. Mm. Pretty crazy. So, no wonder he won.
1: Did he win? I did he win? Let me see. Okay. Yes, he did win. Good job. That would have been real bad if he lost. Uh <clears throat> So, this is the final segment of the SAP partnership thus far. This was what was originally planned. We had 8 episodes, small break, and then 8 episodes, so that has now come to an end. So, I'm going to read a few words from SAP. They say, thanks for the activity in the comments. Amazing questions and answers were given. Even after the first few segments, we felt the community understood very well and fast, implicitly, which stats and insights can be asked for. We would be curious, other than Cindern, of course, who's terrible at this. uh, That's my own words, not theirs. We would be curious with what kind of question the community could come up with now. So if you type in hashtag SAP esports, in the comments with whatever additional questions you guys want. If there's enough good ones, then perhaps they will continue partnering with us and we with them because it is, you know, a two-way street as it were. So if there's still a lot of questions that they can uh, go to, then uh, they they say they may come back in the future to answer them. So basically the partnership continues if you guys don't fuck it up. All right. So post some good questions (laughs) in the chat. We appreciate it. And we appreciate SAP as always. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was actually, I have never had a better, no offense to Manscape because they're awesome too, but never had a better uh, partnership in terms of like a sponsorship within a, a show of any kind that I've had because- This was a lot of fun. Yeah, the community, fun all the, yeah time. the community seemed to like it a lot, especially in that period which was already planned to not have it. And Cinder and sucking complete ass at something makes this just S tier. So that's a good
0: point. I'm good at everything else.
1: Damn. I actually just complimented you by accident. And I, yeah, that's what you do. All right. Whatevs. Uh, all right. Next topic is CSGO. There's a major oh. announced in May in Belgium by PGL. So while we are doing, on- <laughs> I can't help it. That- while we're doing online regional tournaments, there's going to be majors for counter-strike global offensive. And the Epicenter uh, GM tweeted the dates for the CSGO major are May 9th to 22nd. And the Dota 2 major, who we still don't know who's going to do that, May 11th to 21st. So in other words, they coincide together. I can't remember the last time this happened. I'm sure it has, though, right? I can't. I mean, this
0: is obviously just a rumor because it's just one tweet by uh, Marcello, but he is, I don't know if he is anymore, but he definitely was one of the people working for Epicenter Um, back when we had the amazing Epicenter event in Moscow, which was super cool. Um, He was there. So I don't know what his motivation is for just throwing these dates out there, if it's, you know, to inform or if it's to make fun of the fact that they're totally stacked and both are Valve, Flagship titles, um, I like. I don't know if this. Hear me out here. I don't know if it's a really bad thing that they run at the same time because I know there's like cross viewership between the two games, so people might watch both. Um, but if they run at the same times of the day as well, people might have to pick right. So that's. I don't know if that's a net positive or a net negative overall. Um. Some of the things that people complain about is if two games in the same genre run at the exact same time. Like, mm-hmm. let's say Valorant and CSGO run a game or run tournaments on top of each other. Um That's, you know. I mean, I, I, I feel like... that sense? Is it, this bad? I don't know. Maybe it's I mean, it's definitely not good.
1: Worst or best case, it's neutral, right? It's definitely not good.
0: Um, in what way is this a positive? A, okay, so... There's a lot of people that specifically watch Twitch when there's tournaments on. Like, I can say from my own perspective, right, a lot of the time that I end up watching CSGO is because I'm watching something on Twitch and I discover that there's a CSGO tournament running. But maybe I'm in a clear minority there. But I'm just on Twitch, and then I'm like, oh, there's a CSGO major channel that I follow that has games I wasn't aware that they were playing right now. So then I go watch that. <coughs> if there's a Dota 2 major on, there'll be a shitload of Dota viewers that are watching Dota, and then they'll realize, oh, there's also a CSGO major, I'll watch that too. Know what I mean? So then I they mean, discover it because they're watching anyway.
1: You're I, right that it's my not, gut
0: still says that it's probably a net loss because there's a lot of people that want to watch both and can't, rather than the people that discover that the other one's going on and watch it a bit.
1: Yeah, so, I there's um, no um, way to really know how bad it is, but like I said, it's definitely not good. Maybe it's not that big of a deal and it's like a neutral type of thing, but it's probably in the negative, like you said. But how bad it is, I'm not
0: sure. But it's just and the biggest question. Did yeah. Valve know themselves until this tweet came out?
1: <laughs> I mean, what what do you think the answer to that question
0: is? <laughs> <I> fucking no. <know. laughs> so, is this a leak, by the way, of dates? I suppose. I mean, it, yeah. I guess it's a leak if it eventually gets confirmed, right? So, the. But the CSGO is confirmed, correct? That one is officially posted. Right. Yeah. So, the. The CS:GO one location and dates are confirmed. That's nine to 22nd. Hmm. in Belgium. When's the last time there was a big esports event in Belgium? That's true. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I can't remember there ever being one in Belgium. So that's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. I've never uh, been to Belgium. Have you been to Belgium? I have
1: not. Uh, it, anytime I hear Belgium, wait, where's in Bruges? In Br- where's Bruges? In Belgium. It right. is in Belgium. Yeah, that's what I thought. I so, so yeah. that's that's got to be on both our bucket list to go to Bruges together at some point. I can't say go to the CSGO
0: major and go to Bruges.
1: I can't say Bruges without saying in Bruges. Like I have to cut out the in. It's weird, actually.
0: Anyway, I have to go to in
1: Bruges. I have to go to in Bruges. <laughs> like that's literally what I'm thinking. But yeah, we got to do that at some point. Bucket list, Cinderin. All right, moving on. Next thing is Halo. Is coming out with a TV series on March 24th on Paramount Plus, which I forgot existed until recently, until this trailer, in fact. Uh, did you watch the trailer? Nope. Thank you for being prepared for this podcast. So I did watch the Halo trailer and it looked okay i'm not a big halo guy i mean anything that's video game related i will give a shot no matter what i am afraid and i know a lot of people will disagree with this take and that's fine everybody has their own opinions i'm afraid that it looked a tad like the mandalorian meaning disney plus everything they do is made for children and i just can't take a show seriously when it's dumbed down that much no offense to any children listening but I'm hoping I haven't looked at whether it's PG thirteen, because I think everything on Disney Plus is like PG, but it looked kind of like a Disney Plus thing, which doesn't bode well for it, but it was just a trailer. So
0: Right. No idea. I, I just skimmed through it. It looked all right. It didn't right. stand out to me. Thanks. If I were if I were to watch halo content i would go back and watch rb and the chief because there is no way this show will be better than rb and the chief i don't know what rb and the chief is it's uh i'm sure there will be some people that remember this it's a. Uh, it's it's a show that machinima made on youtube i thought it was red versus ago, blue and it was really fucking funny red versus blue that might be another one what did you call yours Arby's. rb and the chief so one one is the Arbiter, and the other one is Master Chief, and the show is called Arby and the Chief. Oh, okay. It was. I thought it was hilarious at the time. Like, maybe if I go back and rewatch it now, it's not as funny, because now I'm old, sad, and grumpy. But <clears throat> yeah. at the time when I was having fun, it was fun.
1: Okay, well, that's that's that yeah. news. And it's actually segues perfectly into Sony acquires Bungie, who originally made Halo, but obviously Microsoft owns that IP now. Sony has acquired Bungie for $3.6 billion. So I'm going to sound like a huge idiot here, which is nothing new. Mm -hmm. The big game is Destiny. Is Destiny really worth $3.6 billion? I am flabbergasted. What else do they get? I don't know. That's the big one. Is Destiny 2... I right. knew that it was kind of popular. I did. I mean, how much would Fortnite go for? I mean, three point six More. billion. I know, but three point six More. billion is a lot for a game that I didn't think was that popular. But
0: well, apparently, put it I'm into wrong. Perspective with what Blizzard sold for, right? This is a factor of like seventeen lower. Blizzard <laughs> was like sixty billion, right? Okay. So if you compare those IPs, would you say a factor of seventeen? Between this and Blizzard's IPs makes sense, or would you still say that's high? Destiny versus StarCraft, Warcraft, World of Warcraft, uh, Overwatch, Omega Lol, etc. Um I you and I really love taking no. Overwatch, don't we? Yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Who gives this shit? Never gonna play their
1: games anyway. Uh was it
0: seventy billion for Blizzard?
1: What was it? I mean that that is a good point. it It seems unusually high for basically one game. How much do you think Um, Dota would be worth to buy? Hmm. By comparison. That's a good question. Like, Do you think Riot Riot would be worth more than Blizzard? Even with all the IP that they've had and all the nostalgia Mm, built in?
0: I would think so. Probably by now. League would be insanely valuable at this point.
1: Anyway, I... Whether this makes sense or not isn't for me to. I mean, I don't know what this changes at all. But the fact that Sony is acquiring Bungie means that both. I mean, a lot of companies are being acquired in the gaming industry. Center. I don't know if this is good or bad. A lot of consolidation, right. I guess, is the best word to use. And it's going to create like a. It's not. It's like an olig. What is it called? Oligopoly, something like that. Where there's like a yeah, few that's enormous. Something at least, <clears throat> let's just pretend that's correct a few of these enormous companies that just own everything right yeah so does this uh does this worry you tends to
0: not be good yeah um that's true i'm not sure how worried i would be because there's still a lot of smaller independent studios but the question is over time if every good studio that makes a good game just gets bought then because the bigger studios aren't coming up with or releasing creative, interesting gameplay experiences, so they just buy them instead when they see them. Um, I think we talked about this last episode. If you narrow it down with, like, foods, there's also a few food conglomerates that just own a shitload of what you eat and drink in, during the day, and you mm-hmm. just don't know about it. Yeah. Um, unless you read the fine print. Is, is it bad for games? I, I think... The worst case scenario, if you want to look at it from a negative perspective, is that it stifles creativity in the long run, right? That these big companies buying them up and, and enforcing some sort of different regulations that the, that the people working in the company get creatively shut down by is the worst case scenario, right? Uh, or that prices go up by a lot because there's so few companies that they can just raise the prices by a lot and you mm-hmm. don't have an alternative, right? I guess those are the two worst outcomes. Um, and then you ask yourself, how can video games get more expensive? That's a good question. they are already 60 euros now um, for a AAA title, if you're lucky. Or um, sure
1: free-to-play, quote-unquote, Yeah. other than Dota, the true free-to-play game. You can purchase it now for $0 at Dota2.com. Thank you.
0: Sponsored if you, okay. by that. Interesting thought experiment here. If you were to guess, I don't have the data on this. I'm just curious what you think. If you were to guess, how much money do you think the average Dota player has spent on the game, including literally everyone? Also, those who played the game for one hour? $2. $2 is your guess. Keep the in average mind, Dota player.
1: Keep in mind how many people joined or downloaded Dota just to play auto chess. Literally 10 million right. people. Right?
0: Okay. I, this that is, would drag down the average by a lot if you're correct. The number correct. is literally out, 10 million people only played Auto Chess. The number is out of my ass, but
1: that's yeah. still a lot of that's still a lot of money. Right? I guess that can't be true though, because if if they're making so much on the Battle Pass. Yeah, I guess that's not even possible to be true.
0: There are a lot of people that have spent a lot of money on That's true. And yeah, if you I... and I go and check our spendings, I don't remember how you do it, but on Steam you can check how much money you've spent on a game. Yeah, it it's, is, it's for fun. me, it is way beyond. All right, I'm, I'm going to change model. it to be $100 then. $100 average player spend in Dota. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. No, but it's just an interesting thought experiment, right? Because you're going with the business model of free-to-play, right? Yeah and i would be really curious to know how well that pays compared yeah. to well compared price well if i'm sure league okay let's let's put it
1: this if league let's say they pushed everything down everything got condensed in their revenue their mm-hmm. player base everything to match dota they would make like probably 5 to 6 to 10 times more than dota i'm pretty sure about that mm-hmm. would not be surprised they milk the shit out of that game but yeah we're just guessing
0: as always. But, well, it does run a big company.
1: That's true. All right. And last thing on the list uh, before we get to the mailbag Wordle, the game that everybody loves or you hate to see it on Twitter, you, curmudge, you curmudgeons out there, has been purchased by the New York Times for low. Wait, what was it? What do they actually call Low seven figures. So basically, one, two, or three million dollars. I am... Okay, two things here. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine with... Because it meant this guy, he made it for his partner, apparently. This was like not even meant to be public. And it's grown to be this giant thing. I am Mm -hmm. more than happy for this guy to sell out. Don't care who it's to. It could be literally... To North Korea for all I care. Okay. If this guy wants to make a shit ton of money, that's fine. This guy got fucked bad. There is no way this game is worth two to three million dollars. I would again purely guessing, but I, I'm very confident in that. Minimum 20 million, if not more. Now, there's been a lot of like apps that have come out that try to copy them, but they're actually getting taken down. So you can't actually hmm. fully copy this uh, this game. Plus, you have like the trust of a bunch of people going to your website. You have all this, this name brand rights and all that shit. Everything combined into one. There is no way this is worth only two to three million, man. That is a joke. So New York Times swindled, uh, whatever this guy's name is. I think it's like Wardle or something, right? (laughs) His name's actually almost the same as the Josh Wardle. (laughs) Josh Wardle. Congratulations on your probably million dollars after taxes. But my God. You got fucked, my friend. Bad.
0: What are your thoughts? I have no idea. I, I don't I don't know what stuff like this is worth. I know it's... The thing that I think when I see this price is that, yeah, it sounds like a little, but you also got to remember that games like this usually have like a short lifespan, right? I think this game is a fad, and in two months, very few people might end up still playing it relative to now, right? Because now it's in and it's hot. Um, so... It, Looking at it from this guy's perspective, this he might be like, okay, maybe I could get more than this, but every week I wait, the mm-hmm. value of my game will drop. If he's like thinking about it that way, right? This game would you agree? It kind of feels finite. Like it it doesn't seem like a game that millions of people will be playing a year from now. Do you think so? I think so.
1: I mean maybe you think so. You maybe. think people will just keep playing I mean, this? It, even if
0: it's already peaked, does that really
1: matter? Mm-hmm. Like it's still gonna be a lot of people continuing to play it. And even if you're right, yeah. even if you, if even if the lifespan isn't that large, what two to three million is nothing, man. It's nothing. I for mean, these companies.
0: I'm just saying, like, if other, if the companies that would consider investing in this game look at it the same way I do, they, there might not. I mean, clearly there wasn't a better offer, right? Unless he, for whatever reason, would not want to sell to others <laughs> out of like personal beliefs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, That's possible. Yeah. I. I I I'm assuming this was the best deal he was offered, and maybe he just took it. Maybe he looked for better options and didn't find them. But um, I I'm not going to pretend I know a, a lot about acquisition of games and whatnot. But I would be hesitant as a game studio to pay a lot for a game like this that could just you know be a fad and and disappear quickly. Because I, I guess our reference with other stuff that gets bought for a lot of money is that a lot of the time it just fades into obscurity right and then it was a bad investment and then there are some of the games that obviously sustain the test of time like candy crush which was worth a fuckload of money Mm. um i don't know if this is going to be like candy crush maybe it is maybe this was the best deal the new york times will ever make but i feel like it's a very high risk thing to buy this kind of like niche mobile game
1: i appreciate your your perspective And I was actually not expecting it, so it's nice to hear. I I do disagree wholeheartedly.
0: uh... So, I mean, I'm loving this game. I'm enjoying it. I play it once a day, right? I guess maybe that's also part of it? I don't know. Well, if it... If though, the design did, of the game is built around having a daily puzzle, and that's all there is, but that's perfect. Maybe with New York Times acquiring it, they might.
1: Yeah, that's it. perfect for the New York Times though, because you're not reading the newspaper that's more true. than once a day, typically, or that's whatever true. the hell you're reading there. Now, the one concern, of course, is that it'll be pay to use because everything in the New York Times is subscription based. So their wording was very vague. It basically sounds like it'll be free for now, and then we'll see. So it means there's going to be a subscription, yeah. which means it's going to kill the game. Oh. So, that's kind of sad, uh, but yeah, it is what it is. So, yep. well, enjoy it while we have it. Indeed. All right, let's do. We can do a couple quick questions from our beautiful patrons. Okay. So, from the Patreon mailbag, we have ImpNibbler69 who asks, nice. "Hey guys, I found your podcast last week and binged every episode at work. You guys are very entertaining and cool. Thank you." my question is what do you think of cheese heroes do you think it's good for the game that if you forget about them in draft you auto lose or do you think like me that the tinkers and broods of the world should just not be that strong in situations
0: uh this is something i've thought about in the past when it comes to like hero design the past? um should i say past Shannon? did i say past yeah it- you sounded oh. british all of a yeah, my bad let's let's pretend that never happened in the past so yeah. i don't know why i said past i always say past you're right that was weird that's what it's like being a second language speaker shannon or foreign I, language i wouldn't know <laughs> um i've thought about this in the past whether this kind of design is good or not i it's a really interesting question by the way so thank you for that because I think it is inherently good for game design like this, like Dota has, that there are heroes that are situationally very powerful and in other situations not very interesting or weak, so that they have their like moments of brilliance and that they can, you know, make the draft more exciting because you have these like gotcha picks or surprises where heroes can be exceptionally excelling at one aspect, which makes them very, you know quote-unquote, broken in those moments. Last-pick brood being the number one example where, shit, we don't have a brood counter, what are we going to do, kind of thing. Um, I will say, though, from my perspective, it's too much sometimes in Dota. Um, I think some last picks are too, quote-unquote, auto-win. But I think the concept of there being a hero that can be last-picked and be exceptional is good. But it's really hard to tweak it, right? Like, how do you make... Broodmother and Meepo insane last picks while still, you know, not always being good and then not automatically winning when you pick them last. Does that make sense? I feel like this balance is just extremely difficult to strike when players are as good at the game as they are now. Uh, But the idea of having heroes like this, I think, is good. Because if you don't have it, the gameplay and the drafting is more linear, more predictable. Uh, There's less flavor. Even some of the heroes that you would consider broken or cheese can sometimes be first phased in the right patch because they're good and the the way they work in the in the structure of the draft can be really powerful. and i I personally think it's good as long as it's in the right amounts. So yeah I, the I way don't know that, if agree The with
1: way you. that I look at game design with like for dota as an example when you're balancing heroes, I actually do not think that you want actually I know this is the case for ice frog because obviously with the cheese heroes just existing. They Mm -hmm. do not want all heroes to be same pick, same band, same... Like, that's not the goal, is to make everybody uh, the same percentages across the board. I think it is important, like you said, to have these, I guess you can call them cheese heroes, where they're usually... Even something usually not being good, I'm okay with. Mm -hmm. But getting it right, just like you said, is the hardest part, because I think it's fine to be good situationally, only situationally. But the problem is when it's way too good situationally right or it's just like I uncounterable
0: think, maybe right I, I think part of the reason at ti that almost every hero gets picked or banned is that ideology it's because when there's so much complexity and so much depth in the pool and the drafters are creative and prepare strategies for the world championship they will find a way to try to bring in heroes that are not popular and are like, have like niche uses and very specific situations that they're powerful in, and then they will identify it and win a game off it, because every game is so valuable. Um, by comparison, when it comes to balance and hero design, I think an obvious comparison would be League of Legends, where at their World Championship, the hero pool that gets picked and banned is significantly smaller percentage-based compared to Dota, And I think that ties in directly with their hero design and their philosophy, which is more along the lines of what you said Dota has been trying to avoid, which is, you know, all the heroes are supposed to be, you know, solid, playable in every situation, work this and that way. And what can end up happening if you do that is that you end up with this linear situation where, well, if your heroes aren't inherently exceptionally unique at what they do, there will just be 10 heroes that do a job better than the next 50. Right. If they mm. all can perform quote-unquote similar functions in the game, then the winners will be on numbers. And that's why what usually happens is that there's this cycle where at one world championship in League, there will be like 20 or 30 heroes that are just... Let's Let's say there's an archetype of hero that there's like 15 of in League. There will be two or three that are just better. They're just the best because their numbers are best, because the meta favors them the best. Uh, and that doesn't mean Dota isn't guilty of that at times. Like, we will have certain heroes that are just bonkers at TI and have insane pick ban rates. But then beyond those few, that's when the creativity and that wide pool starts playing a bigger role. Um, mm. And then toward the end of the tournament at TI, what usually happens is the pool gets narrowed down because we identify something about the meta throughout the tournament. But for the most part, it's pretty wide. Um, and that's really interesting to see those design philosophies be different. For pub games, I... I can't tell you whether League's philosophy is, is, like, successful in terms of how much the heroes get played, but uh, I guess there's something nice to be said about feeling like, oh, I like this character, and then you can kind of always play it, but it's not always great. It's, like, okay most of the time. Uh, whereas Dota will have its phases where your favorite hero is incredible, and then it will have phases where it seems almost irrelevant, and there will be patches where your hero is great one out of ten games and where it's bad the other nine blah blah, blah. um it's a different kind of depth you
1: know and i those
0: design philosophies are really
1: different. i think that you should start more sentences with a british accent because that was very eloquently said Cinderin. i think that deep down inside you knew what you were going to say was really fucking good You're like i need to sound oh, smarter fast. so you did it in a british <laughs> accent i get it
0: i get it so you're saying British people are smarter than Americans? No, no, they sound, is... they sound smarter. <laughs> I was about to say, that's probably true. But
1: no, they, not with no, the Brexit shit. <laughs> it's just as bad. <laughs> it's just as bad. Know, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, well said, Senator. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, and final question comes from Games for Falling Asleep. Do you think that adding controller support for Dota means that Valve is playing to make the game available for console, or is it just for the sake of the Steam Deck? I think there's an argument to made that Dota 2 being ported to PS5 and Xbox as examples could expand market share in the U.S. and other countries where consoles are the prevalent gaming device. So I'll I'll take this first. I think it's more just to make sure that it's compatible with Steam Deck. Uh, I don't think anybody other than just trying it out will actually play Dota on this unless they want to because I would consider it literally griefing the game playing Dota on something like this. Which means it's. I don't think the game is really playable on console now. If you come out with a different version of Dota, because I know League did that, right? Or they they are doing that. I can't remember. They come with like a more basic version of the game that fits. What's that called again? I forget the name of it. Doesn't really matter. But if they want to do something like yeah, that, then yeah, then it's possible. But in its current form, it's technically compatible, but I would say griefing. And but one thing I do find. I just want to finish with this, and I actually emailed Valve this week and i mm-hmm. i hope to that which they they
0: promptly responded of course
1: actually the people that i that i email actually do respond oh relatively often can i have that email no i'm i'm hoarding oh. it to myself oh uh, okay so as you know i'm working on a new mod called codename project horse and i actually emailed them asking if they'd be willing to send us a couple because it's just like sending a dev kit or something like that to you know people developing games to make sure that it's compatible i think playing an auto battler even if it's in Dota should definitely be possible with the Steam Deck. And so I'm hoping that they'll end up sending so we can make sure it's compatible and get the controller support and all that stuff set up. So from that aspect I can see the Steam Deck definitely working but playing Dota no,
0: not at all. Um how inaccurate are movement controls on an Xbox and PS5 for Dota? They, like, how do you cast spells? I mean,
1: that's the issue. You don't have enough buttons
0: to do everything,
1: right?
0: Can you have, like, some sort of aim assist. I'm just, like, theory crafting here, like, how you would make this game console compatible. If you had, like, aim assist on spells, but then it sucks when you don't want to target the hero. Because mm. a lot of spells, you want to miss them on purpose so they walk into it. Um, like, Lina stun. Imagine casting Lina done with aim assist. It would be horrible. Mm. So... I don't know, like, I guess we also have the perspective of, you know, being, like, seasoned veterans that have played this game for a very long time. If you're just looking for some casual fun, you're a chill player, you just want to play some unranked, I mean, you could play, in theory, on anything, right? Like, as long as the game can run, because if it's just about having fun and, and casting some spells, sure, um... I will say, though, like, the question overall was if we think they're doing this to expand to PS5 and Xbox. My answer to that is going to be no. I don't think so. Um, I don't think Valve thinks there's enough of a market segment to make that worth the effort, but to you know, promote their own handheld console, uh, there might be some like, value in at least making people think about it, making people that have it cross-play or whatever.
1: I mean, what, what um, do you think of the idea of... We can kind of segue this slightly... Into doing what League did, which is making a more basic version of Dota that doesn't have as many buttons, doesn't have as many mechanics. It's mm-hmm. literally a separate client. Like it's not like you're playing with other people that are playing on the PC, but mm-hmm. it's just for console and mobile. Because that's definitely possible, and there's they should have data that that is like a major thing. I mean, we just talked about that in one of the segments earlier today. How big mobile gaming is. I, I feel like that's possible yeah, if they have the motivation to is. do it. So why not?
0: That's the thing, right? Does Valve? Do people working at Valve want to make mobile games? It hasn't seemed to be the case so far, right? The only one they made was Underlords, and that was an obvious port because it's—it was just very, you know, mobile-friendly as it as it worked. Um, that one wasn't exactly a success, so I don't know. Like Valve is a question mark to me when it comes to games right now. Nobody really knows what they're working on. Half-Life Alex was a success for what it was and for the console that they made for it, but. Aside from that, like what's the last title Valve has made that was successful?
1: Dota two didn't
0: really work out, Artifact didn't work out. Is it Dota 2? Yeah. That's eleven years ago. If you're not including Half-Life Alex, right? Right. Which Um, is
1: niche or niche,
0: depending on where you live. No successful PC title and no successful mobile title in eleven years is what we're saying. So like I, I just don't know. I don't know what their developers want to do if they're just like, you know, don't if they're unlucky or if the games they make are just not hits or if they read the market wrong uh, if they primarily aren't working on games at all, like maybe they just wanted to develop VR as a technology uh, they want to work on Steam because that's ninety whatever percent of their annual revenue probably like steam is an absolute money maker um uh I, I I don't know um would it be interesting if valve made a m- mobile game fuck yeah if they made a good one that would be really cool Hell yeah. And, yeah. If they did, it should be Dota-inspired. But that's what Underlords was, and it didn't work. I, right? I'm going to so go out on a limb like, eh. and say that they
1: will never, ever make a mobile game. Make a no-, no, I think they will make a mobile oh, game okay. because they'd be dumb not to. Okay. I think they will mm-hmm. never, ever make another title based on the Dota 2 IP. That isn't right. literally... Like, they've tried twice. If it's Dota 3, that doesn't count. I'm saying mm-hmm. something that's a different genre. They will never, ever do it again. That's strike two already and apparently Valve they don't count to three so they're just done right uh, some people were saying portal 2 came out after dota 2 i looked it up it came out april 18th of 2011 so that's before ti1 so yeah, came out dota before 2 dota. Actually but it was the
0: same year that was a sick year for valve those are true. two awesome games to make in the same year they're still celebrating
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah. what about csgo csgo came after dota 2 right I'm oh, pretty sure right, actually. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Looking it up as we speak. Twenty twelve. Might be right. August of twenty twelve. Okay.
0: So is yeah. the last one. One year yeah. later. You're right. So now, it's
1: been ten years. Having said so. that, it doesn't feel the same because it like they had the other counter strikes already. Whereas Dota that's true. was from a Dota completely different developer, you know, this whole yeah. all that shenanigans going on. But that's true. It's has been quite a while.
0: They are due. Arguably, CS:GO was kind of more of a. I don't know. I feel like reskin is selling it short, but you know what I mean, right? It's the same game in a different packaging with some quality of life improvements, basically. And um, sixty-six and according servers. According to you, some some quality of life. Uh, death regression as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, quality death. of death
1: improvements. <laughs> quality <laughs> of life deaths. Yeah, that that should yeah. that should be what it's called.
0: Okay. I believe uh, games for falling asleep who asked this question is also one of our um yeah. Uh, in patrons. The the one who always says I believe Dota would be more successful with mar- with better marketing, right? Mm. Is games for falling asleep, so you know, maybe a little bit of wishful thinking in this question. Just really wants the game to grow and I appreciate yeah. that, but I I I don't think that is like First of all, if Valve were to port this to consoles, they wouldn't tell anyone. They would just release it and not advertise it at all. So you still wouldn't get your marketing. <laughs> You'd just be like, oh, all right. what's this new game I have on my Xbox? Oh, really? Oh, I've heard of Dota 2. You know? Yeah. You put, oh, actually, I haven't heard of Dota 2 because no one talks about it. So this
1: is, this is the last thing I'll say. I actually do think that making a dota 2 version for consoles specifically like i said like league did mm-hmm. i think it's called like summoners rift or something right does that sound right that's the main map of okay never mind uh anyway it's, called, it's is it wild rift maybe yeah wild rift that sounds right so anyway a dumbed down version of dota for consoles or mobile i legitimately think it would find good success but I am also on your boat with there's probably nobody at Valve that will want to do it. Because if you look at their structure that we've talked about so many times, people work on whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a common misconception that there's no bosses. There are bosses. But you still work on whatever you want. And if if you want to start a new game, you can. Who's going to want to work on a mobile Dota? When you've been working on that for so long for PC. Like, it's not... Like everything at Valve, it feels like they're trying to do the next big thing. They're trying to innovate in some way. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, occasionally they'll try something that's like, you know, underlords where they're copying somebody, which you know, a lot of games start that way: like Counter Strike, TF, uh, Team Fortress, etc. But it doesn't feel exciting, and I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Like if I could choose whatever I want, I wouldn't want to work on Dota mobile game. I'd want to work on whatever is new and exciting. You know, Project maybe,
0: Horse, Project Horse coming soon uh... to an arcade near you. I mean, in a way, way you can't really blame Valve for having that approach, right? When you look at what made their company successful, it was Steam was innovative at its time to have this hub, and it is easily their most successful thing ever. Um, Then, you know, they had Half-Life, which eventually spawned Counter-Strike, etc. And then... I think in a way, their biggest success that was the least creative was actually Dota 2, right? Because that was acquiring something that was already made by someone else. But still, they identified. That's kind of what Counter-Strike was too, right? But it used Half-Life as the base. Mm -hmm. But they had a good eye for picking up games that were going to be big successes under their banner in in Counter-Strike and Dota 2. So that was really admirable. I don't know what other stuff Valve has quote-unquote acquired that flopped. Most of the games that we refer to as in-house development that didn't work out. Ricochet. Uh, like, Ricochet was kind of just a mo- It's also a small game. Like, yeah, that, was a, that was a little side thing. That was a very small yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, Underlords that they developed, Artifact that they developed, obviously were a lot of hours and didn't really work out too well. But yeah, from the company's history, uh, being innovative and creative has been clearly the most profitable versus quote-unquote grinding more value out of games that they had um so i think i can understand why they take that approach i will say about the mobile game thing that you just said that it would be a success i think what would be a huge part linking back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast is if you were to make a dota mobile game it would be very successful in southeast asia Mm. and considering how huge dota is in malaysia in the philippines in india that could honestly a mobile game for dota would Definitely be very popular there. But my question would just be, what about outside, right? Western Europe, the Americas, who would play a mobile Dota game there, relatively speaking? I think it would be very SEA heavy. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm assuming they've considered it, right? It's not exactly rocket science. Mobile gaming's big. You have a strong IP. You have a game that you could simplify and play on mobile. Yeah. Maybe they think it's profitable, but nobody wants to do it. Maybe they don't think it's worth it.
1: Yeah, probably one of those two. Okay, that is it for Je podcast Thank you very much. Make sure to, again, leave your comments below for hashtag SAP with your questions so that they will continue to bestow us with amazing statistics. We love the
0: SAP segment. We Please. love
1: making Cinder look like an idiot, so make sure to that comment. That is the best part of the podcast. It is. So thank you guys for watching. Until next time, SunSpan and Cinder and signing out. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah.